Welcome to The Cantankerous Catholic with Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Listen to Joe tackle the really tough moral issues, current events, and politics from a Catholic perspective. Now here's Joe Sixpack, the every Catholic guy. Hello again, Sixpackers. Welcome back to this very special episode of The Cantankerous Catholic. This is a very special commercial-free episode of the Cantankerous Catholic. It doesn't matter whether you're Catholic, Protestant, Atheist, or an immigrant from the planet Ork. If you love America, then you'll want to listen to this. On December 2nd, there was a Stop the Steal rally in Georgia that had attorneys Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell as the headliners. In case you don't know who they are, Lynn Wood is the attorney who won a defamation suit for Covington kid Nicholas Sandman, and he's defending Kyle Rittenhouse, the teenager in Kenosha, Wisconsin, who was charged with murder for defending himself in a riot during the summer. Sidney Powell is the attorney who defended General Michael Flynn and has filed his so-called Kraken lawsuit in Georgia against the election fraud. The Stop the Steal rally got almost no media coverage. Well, almost none that was honest and truthful. I know this because I read the press coverage and watched the entire rally. Believe me, even the little coverage that was given by Fox News wasn't honest. I think the reason no one wanted to give this rally honest coverage is because the thing said there and the crowd's reaction scares the living daylights out of the media. I would imagine it scares most politicians as well, both Democrat and Republican. It should scare them. We deplorables, you know, those of us who Obama said cling to our God, Bible, and guns, well, we deplorables, we're fed up, and this rally is a sign that we're ready to take back our country. I have to tell you quite honestly that I thought the courageous patriotism that gave us the shot heard round the world, the Boston Tea Party, and the Declaration of Independence was pretty much dead in America. If this rally was any indication, though, I was dead wrong. As I watched this rally, there were several times that this grizzled old veteran and patriot teared up at the things some of the speakers had to say. The level of Revolutionary War patriotism at this rally was nothing like I'd seen in this country since 9-11. Only this time the patriots were angry, very angry. Because the media didn't cover this event in any significant manner, you probably weren't even aware of it until now, but I think you should be. So I've gone through the entire rally audio and taken out the cuts that worked to me, anyway, the most important thing said. We'll begin with Lynn Wood's opening remarks, because Wood did most of the talking, and his remarks pretty much set the tone for the whole rally. Roll cut two. Go. I want to thank everyone here, because I know you're here because you love America. I know you're here because you love Donald Trump and he loves you. You're here because we the people will not let them steal our vote. We will not let them steal our freedom. Every lie will be revealed. And on January the 20th of 2021, Donald J. Trump will be sworn in as President of the United States of America. I'd like for you to bow your heads for a moment of prayer. Almighty God, our Father in heaven, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Almighty God, you created this country. We are a country under God. We know that if you do not protect our country, the watchman waketh in vain. We pray that you protect America. 
we pray that you protect our freedom. Save our country. Save our president. Forgive us of our shortcomings and forgive us of our sins. Holy Spirit, fill this room. Fill these speakers. We pray in your name. We pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's another man. I know where he is, but he's not here. He's not in the White House. He's not the President of the United States. But I know this man. And I know what he's doing right now. I know what he's been doing for many, many years. He's been fighting for America. And he's been fighting for you, the people, for the last several years. He's been fighting the same people that persecuted him for years and falsely accused him for years. They're trying to steal our country from us. Give it up for General Michael Flynn. this to the general who will be our general George Washington I promise this and I know you the people will join me in promising we're going to fight like a Flynn fight like a Flynn and when we do and we will we'll fight like a Flynn and we're going to make America great again send a message we're going to send a message from Wills Park in Alpharetta, Georgia to the state capitol in the Golden Dome of Georgia to the tin roof of the governor's mansion of Georgia we're going to send them a message and the message is this it's 1776 in America again We're not going to take our freedom. We're going to fight for our liberty. We're going to send that message from Wills Park today, and we're going to send it all the way over to Beijing, China. We're not going to let you take our country over. Never going to happen on our watch. This is America. You picked a fight with the wrong people. send that message we're going to send that message to George Soros get out of our country George Soros we are not going to allow ourselves to go back into the polling booth and you hear us out Governor Kemp you hear me while you hide in your closet and you hear us you hear the people Brad Raffensperger and I want Lieutenant Governor Jeffrey Duncan to hear it too and the guy that's making a ton of money Gabriel Sterling you listen up Gabriel you're not going to sell our votes to China we're not going to vote on your damn machines made in China. We're going to vote on machines made in the USA.
I'll tell you what. I believe that a great man one time called upon the black Americans to take action. We're not here for violence. But Martin Luther King Jr. believed in nonviolent civil disobedience. Civil disobedience. I want you to go to the governor's mansion. I want you to circle it. I want you to blow your horns until Brian Kemp comes out and orders a special session of the Georgia legislature. Get us our legislature and tell everybody we want our legislator to meet and we want him to fix the mess that he created. And then he can resign. And then as far as I'm concerned, lock him up. There's a few others that need to go with him. Now, everybody's been reading the media. Stop. It's a lie. Stick with OAN and Newsmax. They tell you the truth. Read the Epoch Times. They tell you the truth. This is the battle between good and evil. This is the battle between truth and lies. I'm going to introduce now a person that's going to tell you the truth. They want to know, where's your evidence? Show us your evidence. Oh, we're going to show them the evidence. There's piles of evidence. There's mountains of evidence. This election was a fraud on America. Donald Trump won a may, massive landslide victory unparalleled in the history of this country. And he's going to stay in the White House because we the people voted for him and we the people run this country. This country belongs to you and you and you and you. It belongs to the people. Challenge, I challenge Governor Kemp to step up in front of the people, put his hand on this Bible, and tell us that he did not take money from China. He did. So did Brian Raffensperger. They won't put their hand on this Bible and swear to the other contrary because if they do, they will commit perjury, and there's another reason to lock them up. The person that's leading the charge. I've been with her when she's worked 23 hours a day. I've seen the young people fighting for America under her charge and leadership. And let me tell you, you can call her the Kraken, but she's Sidney Powell. Come on up here, Sidney. Later, Wood reminded those rally-attending patriots about the Constitution and who's really in charge. Roll cut three, go. Read the United States Constitution. And here's what it makes clear. All the power, not some of the power, all of the power belongs to the people. This is our country. We tell government what they can and cannot do. They do not control the people. This is our country. We're going to take it back. We're circling the walls of Jericho. People are praying in this country. We're circling the walls of Jericho. And God Almighty's going to tear the walls down and we're going to take America back again. You watch it happen. You watch it happen. You send that message to Bill Barr at the Justice Department. Do your job. Attorney General Barr, do your job. You tell the director of the FBI, do your damn job. You work for us. Investigate this fraud. 
and tell the director of the Central Intelligence Agency, get out of our country. You don't spy on Americans. You're not going to ever do it again in America. Thank God for Donald Trump. God Almighty created every one of us and he created Donald Trump and he gave him a task to fulfill in his life and that was to be President of the United States in 2020 and he's going to be President of the United States for four more years. Watch it happen. The people will not allow it to be taken away from them and neither and neither will Almighty God. God's going to save this country. And he's going to use every one of you to do it. He's going to fill you with the spirit of King David the warrior. We are the rock. The people are the rock. And we're going to slay Goliath, the communists, the liberals, the phonies. Joe Biden will never set foot in the Oval Office of this country. It will not happen on our watch. Never going to happen. Obviously, the reason for this rally was to fight the systematic voter fraud that occurred throughout the battleground states. Wood related a conversation he'd had with President Trump about this. Roll cut six, go. I support Donald Trump because he loves the people. I spoke with him the other day, he called me. I want you to know one thing that he told me. He knows he won this election. He said, if I lost this election fair and square, I would concede. But he said, Lynn, I didn't lose it. I won it. And he said to me, with the conviction of the President of the United States of America, I will never concede. Don't you ever concede, Mr. President. You won this election. America voted for you. Stay in the White House. I'm not here. When you get out front like this, sometimes people say you're trying to make money. I don't want your money. God's given me enough and enough is enough. But I will tell you to support my foundation. Hashtag fight back. I formed it a five months ago to defend and preserve and protect the Constitution and our rights. And I'm going to do it. You don't have to vote for me. You don't have to give me any money, but go to hashtag fightback.law fightback.law and look at what we're trying to do and help us. A lot of people have attacked Wood as a grandstander who's using this situation with vote fraud to market himself, but I'm convinced that that's anything but the truth. Wood related a personal story, which I think was quite apropos, but you need a little bit of backstory first. If there was someone who had little to no chance of making it in life, it was Wood. When he was a kid, he grew up in a very dysfunctional family, to say the least. His father was a brute who used to beat Wood's mother, often in the presence of the children. While Wood was in high school, his father beat his mother to death, and his father was sent to prison behind it. In one fell swoop, Wood lost both his mother and father to find himself orphaned at 16 years of age. Wood didn't even have family to take him in, so he lived with friends until he graduated high school. He doesn't tell this story for sympathy, but rather tells us why he loves America. Let's go with cut number seven. I was 16 years old. My mother died, went to the morgue, and my father went to prison. I didn't have one thin dime in my pocket. But I took the talent that God gave me. And I had the fighting spirit to make it. But in any other country in the world, I would not have made it. 
I made it because I was born in America. And America gave me the opportunity to succeed in my life. And that's why I love America. And that's why I'm going to fight for America. And that's why you're going to fight for America. This is our country. Don't let anybody take it away from us. It's 1776. This is our battle. This is our fight. This is for our freedom. 1776 is back. Send a message from Georgia. The battleground state of Georgia. The battle starts here today at Wills Park. In this land. In this place. With these people. We're going to take our country back again. It's 1776. God bless you and God bless America. Wood also relates a conversation he'd had with an unnamed close friend of President Trump's. Let's roll 13. I spoke with a close friend of the president six months ago, and he told me the first time the president ran, he's thinking about building up his brand, and then he decided to get out and not run. And then he went across the country and he talked to the people. And he decided to run because he knew the people didn't have representation. He ran for you, the people. So he's not going to stay in office because of the Republican Party. He's going to stay in office because we, the people, demanded it. When we voted for him, I've looked at the real numbers. He won over 410 electrical, electoral votes. He won, damn near won every state, including California. 80 plus million votes. We're not going to let them steal our election. We're not going to let them steal our country. And we will die before we'll ever let them steal our freedom. When I tell you it's 1776 again, there were 56 men that signed the Declaration of Independence. They were pretty well off. They'd been in America for a hundred plus years. They had a lot to lose. Their families, their plantations, their fortunes, the good names that they had built up over the first hundred years before 1776. Fifty-six men signed the Declaration of Independence. Remember this part of that declaration. We pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. And most of them lost their fortunes. Many of them lost their lives. But they did it for their children and their grandchildren and the generations to come because they did it for freedom. It's our time now. Pledge your life, your fortune, your sacred honor to keep this country free. This is our country. Keep America free. God bless every one of you. Go to the, go to the governor's mansion. Go to the state capitol. Blow your horns. Send a message. This is America. We're going to keep it free. God bless you all. And God bless America. If you've listened to this show for very long, then you know I'm not a Republican. I don't trust the Republican Party much more than I trust the Democrats. I'm a constitutionalist. With that in mind, listen to Wood talk about something I've advocated for a long time. Roll Cup 5. Maybe it's time to look beyond the Democrats and the Republicans. Maybe it's time for there to be a party of the people. Maybe there's time for it to be a party of American patriots, because I see American patriots everywhere. And American patriots love America. We're not going to be taken over by the Chinese. If you take the China money, go to China. Don't stuff your pockets with Chinese money when we buy Dominion or you, you buy the COVID equipment from the people that sent the virus over here. You don't buy bullets from the enemy. Tell that to Brian Kemp, because that's what he did.
Before we get to the things Sidney Powell said, there were three other people who I think you need to hear. B.J. Van Gundy, Vernon Jones, and C.J. Pearson. Their remarks were brief but powerful. First, B.J. Van Gundy. Gundy gave the prayer before Wood got up to speak. The reason I think this cut is important is because of the reaction of the crowd shows that devotion to God isn't completely dead in this country, and because he's a plaintiff in Powell's Kraken litigation. Roll cut one. Hi, my name is, my name is B.J. Van Gundy. I'm one of the plaintiffs on Sydney's lawsuit. I was just asked up to give praise to who really deserves praise, and that's God. I, uh, I was just, this was somewhat sprung on me, so I asked somebody over here, I said, what do I say? And she said, well, God will inspire you, and I just want to warn you all ahead of time. God has inspired me to be very brief. So let us pray. God, look down on this room full of patriots and bless us and give us the strength to continue to fight this fight for what is right. God, bless our president in the White House. Continue to shine on him. He has been a beacon and actually probably the best president we've ever had in this country other than George Washington himself. Thank you, God, for sending President Donald Trump to this country. I would be remiss for not mentioning that your blessings on our military and everything that President Trump has done to bring our military home these last four years. Never been done like this, never will be done again. Please, God, once again, shine on all of us that are fighting the good fight. Bless Sydney. Bless Lynn, bless all of their staff, Abby Fry in particular. And thank you, thank you, thank you for the blessings you bestow on this great country. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Next up is Vernon Jones. What makes him so important here is that he's a black Democrat member of the Georgia legislature who first gained national attention because he announced early in 2020 that he was going to back President Trump. His party trashed him savagely, as you'd expect, and many Republican politicians viewed him with suspicion. Roll cut four. I'm Vernon Jones. I'm a member of the Georgia House of Representatives. And I took an oath to serve and protect not only the Constitution, but the people of the state of Georgia. And I'm not backing down. I'm here as an elected official. It's my obligation and my duty to get your questions answered. I am, too, in support and calling for a special session in the Georgia General Assembly. This is not a third world country. This is the United States of America. And I'm not just doing it for Republicans. I'm doing it for Democrats. I'm doing it for every single person who lives in the state of Georgia. This is not partisan. We are America. And you deserve it. You elect 180 members of the House, and you elect another 56 state senators. We should, the Constitution gave us the authority to set all the rules and regulations as it relates to state law for elections, not the Secretary of State. We should have that oversight. And that's why we need, we need to have a special session so we can look at what Raffenberger did in his agreements with Stacey Abrams and that crowd, which is not a fair fight, that's an unfair fight. We're standing up now 
for black voters, but white voters and Democratic voters and Republican voters and Libertarians, we're standing up for everybody. They all should be on this stage. They all should be on this stage. And I'm like you. I don't want to see my country go any further left. As a matter of fact, let's put it in reverse and back it up. That's why I'm supporting Senator David Perdue and Senator Kerry Loster, and I'll tell you why. Some have talked about staying home. I think about Dr. King. I think about all those folks who fought in the movement. They were kicked and they were beat, and some of them were even killed just to be able to go and vote. Dr. King was standing up for you then too. It's your country. You hire the politicians. They don't hire you. You have to come out. And I'm going to tell you why. Georgia has a history of going into battle. Georgia has a history of fighting. We're going to take this back to George Washington. General Patton. We're going to fight for this country and we're going to hold the line like America has held the line in every war we've ever been in. Georgia is the battleground state. It's Georgia. Hold the line. Finally, there's C.J. Pearson. Pearson is an 18-year-old black man whose parents are registered Democrats. Apparently, that's a problem for him, or them, because this young man now lives with his grandparents. He made a splash onto the national scene when he made a YouTube video to defend comments made by Rudy Giuliani and criticized Barack Obama in 2015 when he was only 13 years old. I remember that video, and I've seen many he's made since. I was immediately impressed with this young man's obvious intelligence and use of logic and right reason. He actually gives me hope for our future. Let's roll cut eight. God bless America, Georgia! The energy in this place is electric. And the reason it is, is because what the left doesn't seem to understand is that we love this country so much so that we will fight for this country. So much so. They made the mistake of thinking that we were just going to roll over and take it. That we were going to let them seal this election. That we were going to let them make Joe Biden president of these United States. Not in my America. No. No, they made the mistake of thinking that we were still the party of Mitt Romney, the party of John McCain, the party that didn't know how to fight. But what they don't realize now is that we are the party of Donald J. Trump. We are the party of fighters. We are the party of courageous people who will lay it all out on the field and fight for this nation because if we don't fight for it, who will? America is the greatest nation in the world, but it is not great by accident. It's great by the continued activism of bold Americans like yourself who see that America, while it is great, it takes work for it to be great. Freedom just doesn't exist. It's preserved. Liberty just wasn't created. It was brought into action by patriots who had the courage to go out and fight for something they believed in. That is why we are here today, because America is so great that I'm going to fight for it. You will, too. You will, too. Now let's get to Sidney Powell. Powell used to work as a federal prosecutor. She left the Department of Justice because she was disgusted with the corruption she saw in her colleagues. She gained national notoriety when she began defending General Michael Flynn on a pro bono basis. 
In this cut, she certainly shows what sort of patriot she is, but she also talks about her cracking lawsuit and details you need to hear because you won't hear it from the media. Let's run cut 14. Uh, we feel your prayers. I, I feel your prayers. I, General Flynn and I, throughout the ordeal we have been through, have felt the prayers of you and millions of people all across the country and, frankly, from around the world who have helped us face everything we have faced and have the strength to proceed every day to keep fighting for the truth. Americans around the world and freedom-loving people around the world are starved for the truth and for freedom. That is exactly what they have all tried to take away from all of us. It's been increasing exponentially for the last 20 years. It's unbelievable to me as a child of the 50s that grew up in just an amazing time in this country when you could walk to school safely and, and have friends of all kinds and there was none of the divisiveness at least in my life and the lives of my friends, regardless of their color that we see now. In the world of real Americans, we're not defined by who we look like, what we look like, what color we are, or anything else. We're defined by our love for freedom and liberty and justice for all on which on which this extraordinary nation was founded. Those are the values, American values, God, family, country are the values we must return to now. We will not allow ourselves to continue to be influenced by flat-out communism, socialism, any of the dark forces that have come to impose their will on so many of us. Now is the time for every patriot in this country to stand up, make their voices heard, and be counted. Every person serving in any public office, whether it be local, county, state, or federal, works for you. You pay them, and you're supposed to be able to elect them with your lawful and rightful votes. There was and is still massive voter fraud across this country. It took all forms. It was not just the Dominion machines. We have experts and a witness who have explained to us that the fraud exists in the DNA of all the software that was run by any voting system in the country. So they all are at risk of having been manipulated. I think we will eventually find that the algorithm that flipped votes at a certain percentage to, from Trump to Mr. Biden was run all across the country. There might be a few areas that it wasn't used in, but not many. And then we have the extraordinary evidence of inexplicable spikes. I mean, hundreds of thousands of spikes in votes. We can see them injected into the system, sometimes at a rate of 90% for Biden and 10% for Trump. We all know that defies reality. You can't flip a coin 300,000 times and have it always land on heads. 
There are lots of people that got cheated. And it, it went, even local races. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of congressional seats, Senate seats. I, I agree, there should not be a runoff, certainly not on Dominion machines. I think I would encourage all Georgians to make it known that you will not vote at all until your vote is secure. And I mean that regardless of party. We, we can't live in a, in a republic, a free republic, unless we know our votes are legal and secure. So we must have voter ID, and we probably must go back to paper ballots. That are, that are signed and have a thumb, your thumbprint on them. And we certainly should be able to find a system that can count them, even if it has to be done by hand. What we have experienced the last four years, both with respect to General Flynn and President Trump, is unacceptable in the United States of America. We expect that in Venezuela, unfortunately, where the Dominion Systems and Smartmatic Technology first took root and was used to ensure the election of Hugo Chavez, the brutal dictator. I'm still wondering what role our three-letter agencies had in the creation and distribution of that. swamp was really bad, but it's at least 20% worse than I thought it was. There is a whole lot of draining that's going to have to be done. And that's why, that's why they have fought so hard to get rid of President Trump and tried every dirty, nasty, evil, illegal trick in the book to do it. Yeah, it is pure evil. We've already traced a lot of the money that did this back to China. We have uh, internet white hat hackers, I think they call them, who saw back doors open in the system and saw people in Iran and China and Hong Kong and Serbia and I don't know how many countries having influence in our election system. All of this must come to a screeching halt right now. You and your children and your grandchildren and their children deserve the very best America has to offer. The only thing that really distinguishes us from other countries is our love of freedom and the application of the rule of law. It hasn't been applied fairly or equally in probably two decades. We must demand that that change right now. We will give all our evidence to the Department of Justice as soon as we get it pulled together.
know. I, I, I wish I could say I didn't have concerns about how that would be handled, but I, unfortunately I still do. It's going to take a lot of indictments and fast to show us that they really mean business because there has been flagrant election fraud. We have evidence of everything from people buying votes with checks written from a business on K Street in D.C. to ballots being shredded, uh, ballots being manufactured, ballots coming across the border from Mexico that are counterfeit, a plane full of ballots that came in, ballots distributed across state lines after being faked. I mean, there is no kind of voter fraud that hasn't been experienced this year across the country. Yeah. Yeah, Georgia was absolutely full of it. Rife with voter fraud, but so are other states, including North Carolina and Virginia. Pennsylvania went solid for Trump. Yet they're still. Yep. So we need to flood the legislators here in Georgia and the governor and the secretary of state with phone calls and letters. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Everybody feels like they're not being listened to, and that's just not right. This is this is your state and your country, and they need to remember they work for you. I just want to thank you all so much for caring enough to be here today. Let's jump back to Lynn Wood for a few seconds. In this cut, Wood tells us of new evidence that's come to their attention. Roll cut 12. I'll tell you what I didn't know, because I voted in person, Buckhead Library. I never knew that my vote was going to leave Fulton County, pass through Venezuela, Canada, find its way over to Barcelona or Frankfurt, and that I had cast it, and we've just learned this, on a machine with software that is 75% owned by the Communist Party of China. I didn't vote on a Chinese machine. I would never have done it. Near the end of the rally, Wood and Powell entertained questions from rally attendees. There was one question and answer that I thought particularly important. Roll cut nine. Okay, so my question is, I've been hearing a lot about the Dominion switching votes in the computer, okay? But when they did the hand recount in Georgia, why didn't we then see massive discrepancies between what the computer totals were and what the paper ballot recounts were? If they, if they moved 50,000 from, from Biden to Trump, wouldn't we see 50,000 less Biden votes in the recount? Ran them back through the computer. Yeah, but... Did, but yeah, but then the paper ballots would have to match exactly. If you get a hand count of the paper ballots and envelopes on the absentees, Donald Trump won Georgia by a landslide. Georgia did not do a full hand recount of the ballots. In the one county where they did do the hand recount, we found exactly what you're talking about. It was a small precinct. Uh, I don't remember the total number of votes, but they flipped 37 from Trump to Biden in this very small precinct. It was 0.52 or 52 percent, I think, of the votes there. So they weighted Biden votes at 1.52, and they weighted Trump votes at 0.48 when the, the votes went into the machine to change them. We, people have been destroying ballots right and left. We have shredded ballots that we found. It wouldn't even be possible now in Georgia to accurately count the, the actual ballots. Yeah, they, they have been destroying evidence. They, there was a fake uh, a software update in Fulton County. 
uh, they took the server, they changed the server, they've been destroying evidence right and left. They know they're caught. But the reason, well, there's several reasons why we can't, we can't get it all. One, they're destroying evidence. Another, the machines are actually built to even try to alter the audit trail for them. But we'd have to have a real hand count of every ballot and every envelope to get an accurate count of the, of the votes. Finally, there was one response from Wood to a question that was very important. More than anything, it shows that American patriots like Wood are willing to risk everything, just as the signers of the Declaration of Independence were. Let's listen to cut 11. I know about the law of defamation. I know about the damn crooked FBI, too. I represent Richard Jewell. I know about fraud. Ask a company called DeVita. Stole $495 million of your taxpayer money. I got it back for you. The law of defamation says that if you make a false statement against somebody that's defamatory, they can sue you. Listen carefully, Governor Kemp. Listen carefully, Brad Raffensperger. I state as a matter of fact that you are criminals. You took money from Dominion. You took money from China with the COVID purchase. And I damn well bet you will never sue me because the truth will prove that I am right. You need to go to jail. Follow the money. Follow the money. These fat cats sitting around spending your money, giving it to China, sticking it in their family's pockets. That's not America. This country's got to get back to the truth. This is what you're here for. You're here because you love truth. And I love truth too. And I know as a matter of fact, spiritually and factually, that only the truth will set you free. Follow the money. Find the truth. Let the people of Georgia know the truth. And let's get some new people running this state. In the last episode of The Cantankerous Catholic, I talked about the need for you Catholic patriots to get into the fight and stand up for America. This Stop the Steel rally demonstrates what I've been talking about. Stand up and be heard, six-pack family. For those of you who've taken time to listen to this, I want you to know that I'm extending the time for registration for the drawing we're having right up until the next episode comes out Wednesday, just for those of you who listen to this special episode. I want everyone to get the free digital book we're offering as a consolation prize, but I also want you to have a chance at the other prizes the Cantankerous Catholic is giving away. God bless you, Sixpack family, and God bless America. This has been the Cantankerous Catholic with Joe Sixpack, the Every Catholic Guy. Thanks for subscribing, and be sure to visit cantankerouscatholic.com to get your free copy of Joe's popular book, The Best of What We Believe, Why We Believe It.